Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. And my name is Phil Thompson, and the other guy is... Dylan Burroughs. Great to be with you today. Hey, Dylan, it's good to be with you. Uh, Steve Lacey is our, our usual partner in crime, and Steve is out of the office right now, so uh, uh, we're just going to move on without him. And uh, we're, we've got Dylan with us. Dylan uh, actually is part of the streamingchurch.tv team here. And if you haven't, uh, Dylan's been on here before, but if you haven't uh, heard from Dylan, he's he's been around doing ministry for a long time. He, he's really young, but he's he started like when do you start, like when you're eight years old or something? Because you get a lot of yeah. ministry experience. That's right. No, well, in college, I was involved in college ministry, yeah. and that became my passion and calling, and I've done that ever since. So it's been a lifetime of helping people in different forms of ministry, and now today helping churches with live streaming. So excited about our topic today, the ministry of live streaming, helping churches and ministries make a greater impact in this new area of technology. Yeah, that's right. And it is a new area of technology, even though it's been around now for a, for a number of years, but people are now just starting to get it. And one of the points you make in this article, and I think this is going to be available on our blog, we have a blog that's called uh, newmediaministries.tv. Uh, and so the notes, the detailed notes, if they're not on there yet, they will be uh, in that blog. But you make an interesting point about how, and I run across this all the time because part of my job here is tech support. Uh, but I run across a lot of churches that, you know, are streaming, but they they kind of just see it as that's eh, technology we need to do. Yeah, we, we should be doing technology. So we're doing this as technology. But you, you make an interesting point. Tell us a little bit about the different perspective that you have on this. Right. Well, the idea is that most people see live streaming as a technology, just like you have a computer, you have a camera, live streaming is one of those tools. But if you think about it another way, it's also a ministry as it by itself. I mean, just like you have a women's ministry, you have an after school club for students, live streaming lets you have the opportunity to serve a special group of people and impact lives in a unique way. And that's what we want to talk about. We have four ways we're going to talk about today. And let's get started. The first one here is this idea of serving a new audience. Uh, just like other church ministries serve specific groups of people, whether it's a men's ministry or a children's ministry, live streaming reaches a unique segment of individuals. Let's talk a little bit in your experience, Phil, on some of the different types of people who will be involved in live streaming ministry as far as the end user perspective. Who are some of the groups that you uh, commonly see use live streaming as the end user? Well, I mean, obviously you have people that can't go to church. Uh, they either have some health issues uh, I think we've referred to them as shut-ins. I don't like that term shut-ins, but yeah. we do refer to them as that. And and uh, we obviously have a lot of people that, that view live streaming, but they're not the only group. And a lot of times when I'm talking to, to churches that are interested in streaming, that's the first thing they think of. Well, I want right. to stream some of my shut-ins, you know, but but there's much more to that. I mean, th there's, there's actually people... Uh, besides the fact that you've got people doing vacations and doing some other things like that, uh, which obviously love the fact that you stream when they're on vacation, they don't miss a service. Uh, they don't miss any archives like that. You've also got people that are, are looking to go to a church in their area and right. they're going to visit your website. And if they can see a live stream, it really helps them make a decision on, on if they want to attend that church. 
Right. And in addition to that, there are groups of people I think of like military personnel from your church. They grew up in your church. They've gone into the military. They're in service or on base somewhere. Sunday comes around or even sometime during the week, they want to go back and watch the service when they are available to watch it. And when you have that live stream and then that on-demand video, that makes a big connection with those who are serving overseas. And of course, those who are outside your area who would like to join you in worship. I have a friend of mine I went to college with and he ended up marrying a woman from Sweden. He's living in Sweden now, and he looks around. The churches just have not been a good fit in the small town area where he is, so a lot of his ministry content is stuff like this, live streaming of churches, on-demand services, and so those things become very important for people who have moved to other parts of the world or who live in other parts of the world who don't have those kind of ministry opportunities. Yeah, you, you make a good point, and I remember when I uh, we helped start a church in a little town in Kansas called Junction City, Kansas, which was right next door to Fort Riley, the Army base, uh, which is kind of reason Junction City kind of existed. And uh, we would have people come to our churches and then they would be, you know, deployed or they would be shipped off to right. a different base. And back then I, I didn't do streaming video because it was the dark ages. Uh, we won't get into my age, but we obviously had audio and we had our audio online. And, and I had lots of people, a number of people, families and stuff say, you know what, I, I miss Legacy Community Church, but I'm glad you're online and I'm glad we can listen to the audio. And uh, of course, uh, now you have, you know, the, as we're talking about here, streaming video. So you, you make a really good point. And, and again, emphasizing what we just started with, and that is, this is more than technology. These right. are people. These are people. <laughs> These are individuals. And, uh, you know, I, I get, I, I talk to people about growing their church a lot. And I always say you grow your church one person, one family at a time. Yes. And so when you're dealing with people that are watching your streaming video, I mean, they're very important people. Uh, you want them to, to connect with you. You want to help them. You want to be able to minister to them. You want to make their life better because their their life is valuable. And, of course, they can reach other people and, and connect with other people. So, I, anyhow, I'm rambling on. So, yeah, you're, you're serving an audience here, a new audience that uh, is very important, and it's you've got to see it in more than more than just technology. You got to see the, these are living, breathing souls that yes. uh, that are looking for help, looking for answers, and, and looking to share. Yes, and that's what it comes down to. So we reach new people doing this, but live streaming is also ministry in the sense that it amplifies your current outreach. And uh, let me share just an example of that. I mean, there are people who come to your church who want to share your ministry with others, but instead of giving out a little booklet, you have an opportunity if you stream your service or you have your service on demand, your videos can be spread by members to their friends and families worldwide. Uh, back in the Christmas season, I got to speak at a church nearby in my own town, and there were only about 100 people in attendance, and it was a good service. I thought it went well, but a little discouraged that there weren't more people to hear, but I had an opportunity to prepare. Uh, but later that day, I shared the message I gave through social media because they had recorded it and broadcasted it out. And I looked back a week later, and I found it had been viewed over 4,000 times. Yeah. So here we have yeah. a church service with 100 people, but a message that was viewed 4,000 right. times in a yeah. week. So you find out your message has much greater impact after it's preached sometimes, or your service even, uh, because somebody recorded the content and shared it as part of their ministry. So I, I want to encourage people that every sermon and every service is like a little missionary you send out into the world to spread the light of Jesus. You never know who you're going to reach, but when you do that and you follow that calling God's given you, you know that lives are being changed. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I remember years ago, 
uh, and this is probably a little bit off the subject a little bit and maybe a little bit on the weird side, but I remember when I first got into broadcasting, uh, this was in the, the late 70s, and my dad was still alive at the time, and, and he was really proud of me for getting in the radio, and, and, and he goes, you know, son, you just never know when when you know your those signals those radio waves are going out you just never know who can who's going to hear it and, right. and where it's going to go and all that and of course this was a am radio station that didn't have much of a reach and he may i think he was talking a little bit more about who knows what's out there you know in the great beyond maybe people hear it uh and I, when you said that it just made me think about my father and, and yeah. the things he said but it, it still applies to what what you're talking about the video right. goes out there the audio goes out there and with the miracle of the internet, uh, you know, people all over the world can have an opportunity to hear something that, that could really enrich and change their lives. Oh, right. And that's the amazing thing about the information age that we live in today is that before you would spend more money on one radio station in right. one hometown than it costs now to stream worldwide anyone with an internet connection. Yeah. Half the people on the planet or more now have internet capabilities. And so you have that opportunity that never existed before to build a legacy and pour into people in ways that we'll, we'll only know about in heaven. So that's a great yeah. example. So yeah. we got a couple more here, though. I want to talk about the third one is this idea of building a history of God at work. I think about past generations. Like I grew up in a church where they had their 125th anniversary as a congregation, and they had the scrapbook they put together, and my mom did an article for it, the whole history of the church wow. and its location and its founding and all these milestones. And now I think about what is the equivalent today of something like that? And I look at a website or the social media of a church, and you look at the sermons that go back two, three, four, five years or more in some cases mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. and look yeah. at what God has done and changing the lives of people in that congregation. And now you don't just go back and look at notes from an old bulletin. You can go back and watch the entire service of when a person was saved or when a particular pastor uh, came on board as a new staff member. There are all these things that we record now that have never been available at, at this level. And so we're building a history of God at work in a special way by live streaming and then chronicling that information online. Yeah, that, that, again, that's a really good perspective because, you know, you think of history. Well, you know, it's in books or it's 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 in these old pictures, you know, but you make a really good point. I mean, it's it's you have history in, in your video archives and your audio archives. And uh, again, it, it, it's something that enri can enrich people's lives. That's that's a really good point. I like that idea building a history of, of God at work. I like that. Yeah, well, it's a special thing. I think even, you know, it's not that long ago from some perspectives when 9-11 happened, you know, 2001. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when people go back and find that information, more often it's looking on YouTube or looking on Google and pulling up the pictures and the videos from what mm -hmm. happened during that time. Right. Well, the same happens in your church history now to a lesser degree. If somebody wants to go back and see what happened three years ago on Easter, well, it's there. If somebody wants to see that youth Sunday where their kids spoke or sang a song or that Sunday when someone was baptized, all that can be available now. It just takes a little bit of preparation on the work of those involved in this live stream and ministry to do something that not only makes a difference here and now, but for years to come in the future. Yeah. Uh, again, that's a good point. I, I can remember something uh, a number of years ago. I think it was about maybe nine or 10 years ago. I was uh, a uh, campus pastor for uh, the church that uh, actually Steve Lacey, our founder, goes to. And I was a part of that on staff years ago and, and all that. But I was uh, uh, we were doing an Easter service on this other campus. Uh, we, you know, it's one church. 
but we had this other campus and it was a smaller campus, about you know, maybe a hundred people, uh, would get in the room. There it was a little coffee shop deal. And, uh, my worship leader, uh, at the, at that campus, uh, I'm trying to think, I think we had two services maybe. And he, so we had one service and then there was a break between services. And so he went off to his old church for something. I, it wasn't that far away, but he drove off. He took somebody else from the worship team with him and they got stuck in traffic and they couldn't oh, get back in time. And so it's, it's time to do our Easter service. Right. And, and like my worship guy's not there and I used to do music, <laughs> but I, I wasn't prepared to do music. And, 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 uh, Steve Lacey, I'll bring Steve into this cause again, he's our founder. But, uh, and the reason I bring that up is because we had this on video, uh, his, his son, who was, I think was 15 maybe at the time yeah, and was on the worship team. Uh, it was time to start. I said, Chad, you're the guy lead worship. And he was on the team, but you know, he wasn't used to leading. And so right. he got a chance to lead and it was a little rough couple songs, but it worked. And I think they have that on video. I know we have pictures of that and it's something that kind of will live in infamy. You know, it's like, yes. uh, here's where Chad started the lead music, <laughs> literally thrown into the fire, but it, it, it's history. You know what I mean? And, and it's recorded Incredible. in history, but getting, I, I, I'm getting off track a little bit, but I, I think you get the point. Yeah. Uh, those are those it, moments you remember. I mean, whether it's something like that or somebody's baby dedication, those special moments that happen in a church service, we yeah. have the opportunity to archive those now and to right. make them alive again for future generations. Yeah. So it's exciting yeah. to think about the opportunities that exist in that area today. Yeah, awesome. All right, point number four, Dylan. Right, well, the fourth idea we wanna share that's both in the blog post and we'll discuss here is this idea of proclaiming the gospel until Christ returns. Now, if we're familiar with the Bible at all, we know the Great Commission tells us to make disciples of all nations. And a growing number of congregations broadcast the gospel each week through live streaming. And through that, God's word goes forth around the world. And of course, we're never going to know the number of people exactly that are reached through live streaming until we all meet in the future in heaven. But I just want to encourage those who are involved in live streaming or considering it for their church to look at this as a missionary endeavor. Uh, when you look at it as more than just technology, but this might be the way that you reach that person in another country that you'll never reach in another way. Or that person even in your own town who would not walk into the doors of your church but would watch you from their home in the privacy of their own bedroom and make a decision for Jesus Christ during that time. So again, the, the bottom line is that this is not just a technology tool, but it's a ministry opportunity. Uh, you yeah. think about the return on investment for live streaming versus other forms of media ministry, uh, what it costs to put one television program on your local television station, not to mention on a global television station or a radio station or network, and live streaming far and above exceeds the return on investment, both financially and spiritually in many cases. And so we want to look at that as an opportunity for mission work for your church so we can make a greater impact through what's happening in the doors of your church outside the doors of your church. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. And, and again, you know, we have obviously the church solutions podcast. We have people that are involved in ministry. That's why you're listening today and you are either a pastor or an associate pastor, worship leader, or very much involved in your tech team. Somehow I want to just encourage you to kind of, uh, buy into this message, message that Dylan has here, and that's the fact that that when you see something as a ministry, it, it, it should ignite, ignite passion. 
And, uh, you know, I work with people every day and, and you do now that you're part of the team here, Dylan. And, uh, you know, I can tell when somebody just sees this as just that's ah, some tech. We need to do this because everybody right. else is doing it. But I can tell the difference when somebody like really embraces it and says, this is a great tool. Uh, it's going to impact lives. And, and we've got some great customers that really see it as that. And I can just hear the passion in their voice and I can see them. Uh, see what they do and and how they use the different features uh, with streaming video. And, you know, again, not everybody catches that vision, but I want to encourage you, if you're listening today or watching this video, uh, you know, try to get that vision. It's it's all about ministry. It's all about people. And, and then spread that to your tech team and to people involved, because it really will make a difference. So uh, before we wrap up here, I do want to, I always forget to say this, but, uh, you know, we're, we're, we'll do a little uh, shameless glossing, self-glossing here. Uh, we're, we're, we're streaming church.tv. That's one of our companies. And we are giving away a Webcaster X2 uh, if you decide you want to stream with our company. So if you, if you need a, uh, it's a little piece of hardware that uh, is a live encoder that uh, is, is very handy. We, you know, there's different live encoders out there that put on, go on computers, vMix and Wirecast and OBS and all that. But, but uh, Webcaster X2 is, is a little, hardware device that you can, uh, you know, plug plug in and you can start streaming with. It's very small, very handy. And if you want to stream with us and you decide, you know, you want to go with us to serve your church and why wouldn't you, right? Uh, but uh, we'll give you that webcaster. So uh, it's just a little offer we have here and it uh, will make your life a little easier. And if you've never done streaming video, uh, Dylan and myself and Steve and others here will be glad to help you every step of the way. Uh, to get involved in streaming and start using this uh, technology that's more than technology, but right. but but a ministry to really reach people. So uh, did yeah. I say that right, Dylan? It, yeah. I, I, we're, the webcaster, I think, is a nice little tool. Yeah, that, well, it's a good it's, mention that. For people who may not be familiar with what that is, if you're familiar with Roku and the little box you connect with your mm -hmm. TV, it's kind of like that size. And mm -hmm. so if you have a camera at your church, you have the camera and you have the box and it goes yeah. straight to your live stream on the Internet. Right. So you can yeah. bypass having to get the camera. I mean, excuse me, you could bypass having to use a separate computer with an encoding right. software program and go straight to live streaming that way. So it's a yeah. good advantage if you don't want to worry about some of the equipment and technical yeah. aspects. Yeah, so you I encourage need, you from that yeah. standpoint. So yeah, I you don't want... need video capture device. You don't need that. And you could even, right. if you've got a video switcher, you can plug your video switcher into it too. So, right. That's right. You uh, can do it that way so as well. Lots of different things. So that's a great yeah. little tool. And I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was going to encourage uh, those who are listening real quick. If you're not a pastor or not a, a media pastor at your church, uh, I read an interesting article recently that talked about how geeks now rule the world. And I thought, well, this is kind of rude at first, that title. But when you read it, it made sense because in past generations, it was always the athlete or the celebrity that was running the forefront of culture, the musician or something like that. And increasingly, it's the coder, the programmer, the tech guy who's behind the scenes that nobody notices, who's really pushing the buttons and making things happen in our culture today. Well, from a church standpoint, you really have the opportunity to do the same thing. You might not be the guy who gets up and preaches on Sunday. You may never play a musical instrument. You may never be that guy or that girl. But if you can help get live streaming and video technology set up in your church, you're going to have an impact that is far beyond the average impact a person has in a local church. Right. So don't underestimate your impact is what I would say. 
So um, if you haven't done it yet, I do want to encourage you to go over to streamingchurch.tv and consider signing up for one of our free trials. You have one month to try it out for free. There's no reason not to give it a shot and make sure it's going to be a good fit for your church. So at least do that much. And if we can help you out with any questions along the way, please let us know and we'll be glad to assist. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, sounds good. Okay. Well, I think we're we're done with this episode. I think this is episode number 5,658, <laughs> I think. I don't do episodes. I mean, I guess I could count them all. We've been doing this for a few years. Right. I know a lot of podcasts do. This is episode 69 of 58.5 or whatever. I was like, what? But I we just don't do that, but we probably should. But maybe we'll do that in 2020. I don't know. But anyhow, yeah. So, hey, if you, want, if you have any questions, uh, some feedback on what we're talking about here, We'd love to get your constructive criticism. Uh, just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv, and uh, we'll be happy to respond and, and give you some feedback. And so there you have it. So, Dylan, thanks for your input today. We sure appreciate that. Yes, yeah, great being with you and talking about live streaming as a ministry and look forward to talking again soon. Yeah, absolutely. And again, uh, the notes for this will be on newmediaministries.tv. At least we hope it will be. <laughs> it will be. We'll have it on there. New media, new media ministries TV. You can go there. So, all right, folks. Well, look, we will let you go. Hope everybody had a great Easter and uh, the uh, summer's coming up. But we have some ideas that we will share with you uh, for the summer, the next time that we talk. And with that in mind, Dylan, thank you again for your time. Thanks, Phil. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, folks. And uh, thank you. For listening to the Church Solutions Podcast, my name is Phil Thompson. Steve Lacey will be back with us again next time. And until then, have yourself a great day. Take care. We'll see you next time.